0: It's 9.05.
1: Edstone Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at EdstoneProperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Next up, you will be listening to United Way Community Connections with Mike Affelberg. United Way Community Connections. United Way Community Connections broadcasts every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on WSMN. In United Way Community Connections, you will be introduced to leaders from all of the great nonprofits in Greater Nashua. From caring for our children to our seniors, from helping our homeless pets to our at risk vets, from learning the skills to get your GED to dealing with trauma and substance abuse. Community Connections is the place to learn with Mike Affelberg about what's going on. Learn how you can help and make a difference from the experts. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show, which is making a difference in greater Nashua. Here's your host, Mike Affelberg.
0: Well, good Monday morning. Welcome to the United Way Community Connections show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg, and today is January 13th, 2020. Uh, we are brought brought to you by WSMN 1590 AM, broadcasting live from their studio on Main Street, Nashua, New Hampshire. Um- so a couple of just quick things about our show that I wanted to mention. This is a show where you can learn about all the nonprofit work that's going on in our community of Greater Nashua and sometimes a little bit beyond. Um, our program is basically geared to connect people from the community with those organizations and for a couple of different reasons. One, um, I always tell people, you know, One of the things we always like to do, this is maybe human nature, is we like to help our friends. We like to help our colleagues. We like to help those who are in need. Sometimes the best way you can do that is just being able to be a resource, a provider of information. Um, so what happens when somebody comes to you and they say, you know, I, my friend is struggling with drug abuse, or I have an uncle who lost his job and is perhaps facing eviction, or I know somebody who needs to connect to services um, for a mentoring program for their young teen. All of those are the types of uh, needs that are addressed by the nonprofits in our community, but of course- you can't know who to who refers somebody to if you don't know anything about those organizations. So if you listen each week, you're going to hear from two of those, sometimes three. Today is a special day; you're going to hear from three different nonprofits. Um, each of them is going to talk a little bit about the mission of their organizations, what they do, how they're making lives better, um, how they're strengthening our community. And by learning that, you can be that person who's a resource and a help, helping hand. The other reasons why I think it's you know kind of a great idea to listen to this show every week is we have a very giving community. We have a lot of people who like to volunteer their time. We have a, like, a lot of people who like to donate their money. We have, we have a bunch of people who like to do both. And sometimes it's um, you know, really important to understand um, what are the organizations that are out there of course, there are some that we've all heard of. There are big organizations like the Red Cross and the Boys and Girls Club. And, and they've been on the show and, and, um, will continue to join us here. But there are lots of smaller organizations you haven't heard of, um, in our community as well. And, uh, they don't get any support if we don't know anything about them. So, um, it's good just to learn about those organizations so you can know what touches your heart so that you can know where to donate your time and your, and your energy and your, and your dollars. So that's a little bit about our show, what we do every week. Today, we're going to have uh, three really great nonprofits joining us. We have a special guest. I'm really excited. In a minute or two, we're going to bring on the air uh, Mark Erickson and Carol Cray from the Special Olympics of New Hampshire, and we're going to talk about what they do and also more specifically about the Penguin Plunge, which is one of their great annual events. It's one of those events that I follow every year. Um because it's an amazing fundraiser and it intrigues me. Um, sometimes it intrigues me just why people are willing to do crazy things um, to raise money. And so this is something we do at United Way as well. We, I like crazy things, so we're going to talk with them. Um, then we're going to bring on our friend Casey Caster. Casey is with Big Brothers and Big Sisters of New Hampshire and talk a little bit about their programs. And then we're going to wrap things up um, toward the end of the hour with Amy Jo Muscott, who's been on the show before, talking about Bridges and their program's to help um, families who are dealing with sexual and domestic violence. So great interviews today. Glad to have you on the show. Just one or two quick things before we get cut over to uh, um, Special Olympics. Um, busy week, um, last week, busy week this week with United way, lots of stuff going on. I'm not going to talk about all of it, but I did want to mention just one thing in specific that I've mentioned a couple of times before on the air, two weeks from this past Saturday. So that's in less than two weeks is our crazy event that we kick the year off with called the blizzard blast. So you can join us in Mindfalls falls park on Saturday, January 25th. Um, and you can, uh, you know, you can run, um, you know, roughly a 5K. k say roughly, it's not exactly a 5K. You can traverse 25 to 28 obstacles. You can um, help us to raise money for all the programming that we do in our community. The Blizzard Blast is just, it's like a Tough Mudder event, only, you know, it, Tough Mudder is just not tough enough for us here in New Hampshire. We need tough—we need toughness in the snow. So join us at the Blizzard Blast of Mind Falls Park. Information on our website or at our website's website. Um, uh, event page, blizzardblastrun.com. Um, and lots and lots of needs for volunteers as well. That's a huge volunteer event. We, we use uh, over 200 volunteers to run that event. You can imagine with 25 obstacles and, and we don't want to leave people out in the, in the cold weather for, you know, eight hours. So we have shifts and stuff like that. So lots of information on our website, org. So with that, I'm going to, um, stop, stop with the shameless self promotion. And I'm going to cut over to our first guests. We have with us, as I said, Carol Cray, who's um, the development director, and Mark Erickson, who's the communication manager for Special Olympics of New Hampshire. Um, Special Olympics is, of course, one of those organizations that I'm hoping most everybody has heard of. but maybe you don't know everything that they do, and you certainly might not know how they're um, raising funds in our community and what they're, what they're doing to support people. So, um, Carol and Mark, welcome to our show.
2: Well, good morning, and uh, thank you for having us, Mike. We appreciate it. Special Olympics New Hampshire is uh, celebrating our 50th year. In New Hampshire this year. And, and as Congra- a result... Congratulations. Five, thank 5-0 is a big accomplishment. Yes, it is for anybody. Um, and, and as a result of that, our theme for uh, the uh, plunge this year is the Nifty 50s, because we do a, a plunge theme every year. Uh, try to get everyone to come on out, have fun, uh, participate in the costume contest, and, and of course, raise money for, uh, for Special Olympics New Hampshire. We've got uh, 86 local programs across the state, including more than one very strong program right here in Nashua. Uh, and, And we're looking for a big turnout on February 1st and 2nd.
0: So every year I see on TV the Penguin Plunge, and I think our friend is it uh, friends from MUR always join this, the uh, the Penguin Plunge. I'm not <laughs> sure is it Jamie Staten that joins in or no,
2: Jamie Jamie is a wonderful supporter, and he helps us out with a yeah. lot of things uh, throughout the year. But in the case of the plunge, it's Mike Haddad and Kevin Skarupa. Oh, Mike and
0: Kevin, yeah, Kevin Skarupa. Oh, um, so Kevin's a pretty great guy. Anyway, he goes out into the schools a lot and yeah. does it, informational, um, you know, educational programming around you know what what it means to be a weatherman that mm. kind of thing. Awesome. Very good. How many people are you looking for this year?
2: Oh, well, Carol, you've got some numbers and of kind of where we're at currently and what we're looking for.
3: Exactly. So um, we are currently for the High School Plunge. We have 425 students that have um, registered, and uh, they've raised $55,000 in donations thus far.
0: Wow. That is amazing. 425. Now, my daughter did the High School Plunge when she was back in, in high school back in, I think, 2011. Absolutely mm-hmm. loved the event. Um, still wears her sweatshirt. Uh, you know, kid teenagers, <laughs> I think they do things just for the swag, right? But, but, um, the, um, what day is that? Is it the same day as the Penguin Plunge, or are they on subsequent days?
3: There, uh, it's on Saturday, February 1st, um, yep. the high school plunge, and then the following day is the Penguin Plunge on Sunday.
0: Fantastic. Okay. And how are we doing for the regular, uh, uh, I guess, the adult plunge or <laughs> non-high plus. school plunge?
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. Um. So currently, uh, we have 321 participants um, have registered, and uh, their fundraise is a little over $90,000.
0: Holy moly. That's fantastic. Now that so I just heard you talk about hundred sounds like one hundred and forty thousand dollars or so where you're at right now $150,000. yes so um, I guess one of the things that's really important to know is what does Special Olympics do with that money because like people donate to things when they know the why They're like where is what is my money being used for so what is it the Special Olympics actually does in our community.
3: So uh, we are a sports organization and we offer uh, competitive um, training and uh, quality sports for uh, individuals, adults and children with intellectual disabilities. So throughout the year, uh, every day of the year actually, um, there is an athlete that is uh, uh, training, they're competing. They're fundraising. They are uh, doing leadership programs um, throughout the state. And um, these funds go to um, offer those uh, services to individuals with um, intellectual disabilities.
2: We're in every corner of, uh, of New Hampshire. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, 86 uh, programs uh, across the state of New Hampshire. And we do this all, by the way, with no state funding.
0: Are there differences between the Special Olympics organizations in the various states as far as what sort of programs that they run, or are they all pretty much the same?
2: They're all sports-based programs. The sports themselves differ from state to state, and and it really is kind of whatever works and whatever is popular. Uh, 17 sports, uh, different sports, is what we do here in New Hampshire.
0: Yeah, well, I know you do the swimming. I'm a, I'm a swimming official and, um, I have volunteered on your pool deck at the summer games. Um, generally I also, am more of a volunteer at this, the mass games, nothing, nothing against New Hampshire. It's just the timing works out better for me usually for that, for that event, but it's really great every year. That's one of the things I look forward to is my wife and daughter and I go down there and usually it's right around Father's Day. It started as a Father's Day tradition. And it's one of those things there where you just, you know, sometimes volunteering as an official isn't as rewarding as people might think because coaches yell at you and students are, (laughs) kids are sad when they get disqualified because they swim the breaststroke, you know, on their back or stuff like that Mm -hmm. happens. But at Special Olympics, even though we, you know, we follow the same rules and we're strict about the rules. Um, we, um, you, you always walk away with a smile on your face. Always. It is amazing as a volunteer. I get so much more out of that, um, that volunteer experience than, than, than really any other engagement that I, that I'm with.
2: I like to tell people that if, if you've never seen what joy looks like, yeah. this is it.
0: Yeah. Abso- absolutely. Absolutely. So, how does somebody find out if they want to, if they want to, um, after they've run the blizzard blast That's on the right. 25th, <laughs> exactly. A week the later. following weekend, if they decide that they're really hardcore right, and they want to go jump in the Atlantic um, in the cold weather and this is one of those things, it's not necessarily going to be 70 degrees like it was this past weekend, <laughs> it'll probably be 10 below zero and there might be icebergs floating by. It's at Hampton, right? Hampton, right, Beach, at, at right? Hampton Beach.
2: So how does somebody sign up and get involved? sonh.org is our website, Special Olympics New Hampshire, S-O-N-H.org. We, we have a third-party vendor. We, we do the fundraising all online. You can connect it to your social media. It is extremely easy to sign up for and real easy to do.
0: Absolutely. Is there a minimum amount of fundraising the person needs to do to participate?
2: Yes, yes, there is, and it sort of depends on on where you're at for the uh, the high school plunge on Saturday. There's an a there's a uh, a number for the middle schoolers.
3: Yep, middle schoolers. Uh, the minimum is seventy five dollars to participate. Okay. Um, and then for the high schoolers, it is two hundred dollars to participate. Yep. And then for a 15 plus on the Sunday plunge, as well as the different uh, Winnie Dips um, in Laconia, uh, it is $350 um, per person to raise. However, um, the per plunger average for those uh, ranges for the high schoolers and middle schoolers from $350 to $850. Mm. That's what people typically raise yeah we
0: see that kind of thing with um our over the edge event our repelling event Uh at the brady sullivan tower um which, by the way, we don't do that in the snow um, or the rain. <laughs> good, or good thinking yeah. we do it in the rain, but not, not not like a thunder or a lightning storm. But but we do see the same kind of thing. Is we have a minimum; it's a little bit higher, but we do see people uh, much typically raising much more than that. Yeah. You know, and it's pretty easy ask. It's you know you it starts with your why. Why am I doing this? Why does this touch my heart? And then asking your friends and your family and maybe your colleagues if you're an adult. Um, you know, customers, vendors, you know, can you support me in this thing, which is important to me? Definitely. Absolutely. We
2: see this as a, a team effort uh, at the uh, school level and uh, some teams at the uh, the adult level as well. But it's something that everybody should do at least once.
0: Absolutely. What's your next big event after this?
2: Well, we, we continue with the winter water sports and, and yeah. there, we, we do it all again with Lake Winnipesaukee the yeah. weekend of March 7th and 8th. Oh, that's true. The Winnie Dip,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So here's my suggestion: since we're out of time, why don't the two of you send me an email, Mm -hmm. and we'll get you back on the show, and we'll talk about your next upcoming events. There's one of the things about this particular radio show is like there's no um, there's no limit to the number of times you can come on because you know the work you guys do is always going to be awesome, and so people people should always hear about it.
2: (laughs) We do it year round. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. So we're gonna cut out now and cut to our first break. You've been listening to. Carol Cray, and Mark Erickson from the Special Olympics in New Hampshire talking about the Penguin Plunge, which is coming up on February 1st. Still time to get involved. Um, you can contact them and, and uh, get involved by just going to their website, sonh.org. Did I get that right?
4: Yes,
0: yep. you did. Sonh.org, and get involved with the Penguin Plunge, and um, you know, just have a, have a great time supporting a fabulous cause. Thank you very much for coming on.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So our show is brought to you by Etchstone Properties. Etchstone is one of our community's premier builders, building homes um, for many, many years. And um, so we're going to take a short break to um, uh, hear from them. After the break, we'll be back with our our next guest, which is Casey Castor from Big Brothers and Big Sisters in New Hampshire. I did want to mention our show is also live on Facebook. I'll mention that because there's some people that have joined while I was, uh, you know, I can see on the on the feed. We've got my friend Inga. Good morning, Inga. We have Gail. Uh, from BNI. Good to see you, Gail. We have Brian Wigan. Brian and I went to high school together. Brian, good to see you. I think you're, I thought you were like Tahoe skiing or that's what I saw on Facebook or something. Good to see you. And we have my friend Kyle Dumont. Kyle is also from my BNI group. Good seeing you as well. And then I also saw my buddy Juan Marcos joined from the uh, Nashua Navigators. So welcome to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Gaffelberg. We'll be back in just uh, two or three minutes.
1: Edstone Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edstone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edstone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at etchstoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208.
0: Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care, or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive, or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at UnitedWayNashua.org. Well, good Monday morning and welcome to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Gaffelberg. You are listening to us on WSMN 1590 AM or WLMW. Um In Manchester, I forget the call numbers, or on Facebook, live on the United Way Facebook page, or I don't know how you're listening to Oh, you can listen to us online on the WSMN website. Lots of ways to hear this show every single week. We are here every Monday from 9 to 10 talking with our nonprofits that serve Greater Nashua. These are organizations that work every single week to make this a community which is stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier. Just a great place to live and work. Um, in my opinion, one of the best places in the country to live and work. And I forgot to mention earlier um, in my introductory session, You know, aside from hearing from nonprofits, you also unfortunately get tortured with me personally, my personal life, and all the things which I do or care about in, in this world. So one of those is football. Um, now, I know that I am deeply, deeply seated in the heart of the New England Patriots territory. I am not a Patriots fan, I'm not a Patriots detractor much, but I'm definitely not a fan but i am a 49ers fan so for the first time ever um if you're looking at facebook you can see me wearing my apparel it's hard to put over my headphones but i do have on my uh, my san francisco 49ers beanie hello there anybody from california watching i let's go 49ers the packers i love the packers but um too bad we're coming at you with a big can of you know what so that's this sunday um join me on TV. join us um as we as we celebrate the 49ers winning the nfc championship for the first time in god knows how many years it's been a painfully long drought so anyway Back to the real story. The real story is Casey Castor from Big Brothers and Big Sisters of New Hampshire. Casey, welcome to our show. Glad to have you on with us today.
5: Hi, Mike. Thanks for, for having me. It's always a pleasure.
0: I'm totally going to take this beanie off because it's really awkward wearing it over my it. headphones, yeah. right, you know? But here you go, Facebook people, so... <laughs> Go Niners. Casey, are you a Patriots fan? You probably are, huh?
5: You know, I, uh, I, I grew up out in Wyoming, so I have no affiliation to any, uh, any particular team. Yeah, there time. is
0: no, t- where in Wyoming did you grow up?
5: Uh, Central Wyoming, so near Casper.
0: Okay, yeah. so that's, um,
5: Right smack dab in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah,
0: really. I know. I'm but trying to think, are you far from Broncos. Fargo or she- how far is that from Cheyenne?
5: It's about, it's a couple hours from Cheyenne. So.
0: People here in New England forget how big the states out in the out in the West That's are. True,
5: yeah. Yeah,
0: I took a road trip with my daughter and my future son-in-law last year. We drove to Denver. We drove, we drove to Denver. I told people this on the radio. We we did that sh- road trip, which round trip was about forty two hundred miles. Mm-hmm. We did it in five days. Wow, um, which was <laughs> crazy. That is a quick trip. There was a lot of Red Bull involved, <laughs> and um, but um, you know when you drive through, you had you just haven't seen America until you've driven through a place like Nebraska. Mm. It is just unbelievable. It's big. It's open. It's flat. Now, Wyoming has, you got mountains out there.
5: Yep. Yeah. And uh, we are on the more Nebraskan side uh, where I'm from, so it's oh, okay flat out there. But yeah. yeah, it's it's beautiful and it's nice because I can remain neutral in, in all things professional sports. I just uh... <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> but you know, the Cheyenne um, hockey team is not well known. Oh, <laughs> no, not, not, <laughs> not, no.
5: It's not uh, famous. But <laughs> That's all right. Well, you probably have college sports. College, it's it's yeah. all about university. See Wyoming out there that's
0: I'm sure yeah. true yes. absolutely well, welcome to our show Thank um you. and the warmth of New Hampshire because I know Wyoming can get pretty chilly oh, there yeah. in the winter yes. too. Sure. Um, So tell us a little bit about what's going on these days over at Big Brothers and Big Sisters of New
2: Hampshire.
5: Yeah, so I'm really excited. Um, I I join you, generally I join you almost every January because uh, January is National Mentoring Month. Uh, So um, we were excited last week. We were actually uh, up at the State House. The Governor and the Executive Council uh, proclaimed it also Big Brothers Big Sisters Mentoring Month in the state of New Hampshire. So we are, uh, you know, enjoying a a little bit of um, awareness and and really getting the word out there about one-to-one youth mentoring, which is what Big Brothers Big Sisters of New Hampshire uh, uh, provides
0: that's that's really yeah. great and congratulations on that shout out from the governor. Yeah, that's really nice you. when you get a proclamation like that,
5: right? And we're celebrating uh, 2020. This year is our fifth uh, fifth year of being a statewide organization. So we merged in 2015. Uh, we used to be four small agencies across the state, and we merged uh, to form one statewide organization. And then since then, we've expanded into the lakes region, um, but we still have remained, you know, serving all of the the communities that we started with. Um, Fifty. We've been serving New Hampshire for fifty-four years. So
0: wow. So we got a lot of oldies on today. We had Southern. Awesome. So we had the Special Olympics for fifty years. You're year fifty-four years. We just had our ninetieth birthday. Oh wow. Well, I mean, not me. Not me personally. <laughs> although I look probably that old. But you know, yeah. Ninety years. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is this is great. I mean, the community has been very supportive of all of our organizations over the years. So we have a lot to be grateful for.
5: Yeah, and we're so lucky to be um, you know working here in, in Nashua. Uh, the United Way has been supportive of our Program uh, this just this year. Uh, this past year, we um, received some additional grant funding for a really special project that's piloting here in Nashua. So I did want um, to talk about that. Yeah. that's the
0: partnership with also with Riviera University, with correct?
5: Riviera University. So it's uh, we're calling it trauma informed mentoring, um, and and that's sort of something that people may not know too much about. What is trauma informed? Well, we know that um, children who face adverse experiences in their youth. Um, can go on to have uh, a, a range of long-term, lifelong issues, including um, chronic health conditions. So um, there's a big study out about adverse childhood experiences and that the more of those a child experiences throughout their youth, which can be abuse, neglect, um, a parent who's you know, uh, unfortunately um, dealing with a substance misuse disorder or, or incarcerated, the more of those a child faces, the more likely they are later in life to face these long-term health conditions. But the good news is that it's not, uh, you know, it's not a sentence if you have experienced trauma that that will be your life. Um, and one of the protective factors is a, a caring adult. Um, and so that's what Big Brothers Big Sisters provides with our mentoring program and our trauma-informed pilot, uh, which started this fall. It's at, uh, we're involved with a 21st century after school program here in Nashua uh, and also Riviera University, as you mentioned. So we've identified some students at uh, one of the 21st century programs um, who've experienced trauma and they're being matched with mentors from, uh, the behavioral and health sciences program at, um, at the, at Riviera university. So they're students, college students who are already kind of going into the field of mental health or behavioral health science, uh, and have an interest in that. And, and they'll be uh, mentoring kids who have experienced trauma and they'll be receiving some, we've already started some trainings with them. Our staff is also getting trained, um, on really, you know, trauma informed practices is understanding, um, the the changes that a child's brain goes through when they experience trauma and then understanding you know the the ways that you can be supportive and really help children uh to overcome those challenges and so um we're starting to like get give those uh college students a chance to really have some on the ground experience and also really give some support to kids who really need it
0: yeah that's a really incredible program when we when you guys proposed this um one of the things i i talk with uh, you know, I generally actually will talk a lot with my family about things that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And yours was so interesting to me, your proposal, because my daughter went to Riviere in their master's program, worked for several years in the 21st century program, worked also at the Nashua Children's Home, and now is in the school district, mm-hmm. um, as a guidance, um, counselor in one of the middle schools. And so I said, what do you think about this? And they, she'd also with 21st century gone through their trauma informed practices, um, education. And she just, said, dad, you know what, this, this actually checks all the boxes. Mm. And from a United Way perspective, it also checks all the boxes because it's collaborative. And right. we, we always are looking for, um, you know, initiatives that bring organizations together to leverage what they do best rather than having to do it all you know you guys are you know steeped in the mentoring business but not necessarily in the psychology business and right. Riviera is in the psychology business and not in the mentoring business and by the way 21st century they got the kids mm-hmm. So it's really just a fabulous collaboration. Congratulations on that. I
5: mean, we have to give credit because really the initiative and the impetus for the groups coming together and kind of thinking about it in this creative way was the United Way. We worked with Liz Fitzgerald. She kind of pulled us all together and said, let's look at how we can do this. And um, so it was a really, you know, not only is United Way providing the funding support, but also helping to bring together organizations to think about things in this way.
0: And I do see a couple more people have joined us on our Facebook, um, adventure today. So I see Merle Karras, good friend of mine from the Wayback Machine, Carol Powis, who I know from the community, from, um, from her work with the Telegraph, um, but also is a United Way volunteer and is a good Rotarian, and Keith Weirich, who is the, um, you know, I guess one of our community's biggest actors. He's the um head of the Peacock players. Uh-huh. So so you just never know who's gonna listen in. I'm good morning to all of you. Good morning. Um so if anybody has a question they wanna pose, um, you know, or a comment during the uh during today's radio show, please just do that on our Facebook page and I'll I'll see that and, and uh, read it out if it's a question. So so um besides that what can we talk about that's going on that's new at big brothers and big sisters these days what are some of the programs that people really should know about how do they connect
5: yeah so um so we're we're really excited about some expansions um, geographically the other thing that's very exciting this year uh, that also started this fall is called our bigs and badges program bigs with badges program um, so it is our uh, a new initiative that we've started with some of the um, police departments across the state uh, to match up law enforcement officers uh, with youth in their community um, it's a it's a national model but it's something that we just brought to New Hampshire this year right now we're partnering with um, Uh, the Guilford Police Department and also the Dover Police Department but we um, were in talks with several other police departments across the state Um, and and it's a really great opportunity for um, for youth in, in different after school programs or throughout the community to connect with police, police officers in a, in a new way and off, also offer police officers a chance. I know community policing is, is really a big part of what a lot of the departments are looking at and, and ways to kind of reach out into the community and, um, and help in, in many different ways. And so, um, that's something that we're, we're really excited about. And we're actually, um, something that's coming up soon in the Nashua area, um, March 20th, we're holding our annual big dreams dinner. Um, that'll be at the courtyard Marriott. Uh, and we, it's, it's actually this year. Tickets are free. Um, we're hoping to get as many community members to come out and, uh, and learn about big brothers, big sisters. And at that event, we'll actually be talking about the bigs and badges program, which we also here in New Hampshire, we're trying to incorporate, um, the fire departments and the rescue departments too. So really just kind of all of our, um, folks, folks in badges. Um, and we'll be holding a panel discussion about, uh, workplace mentoring and bigs and badges. So, uh, we have a new workplace mentoring program that started here in the region in, in Merrimack actually at Physicians Resources Unlimited, um, which we're, we're taking kids from Fairgrounds Elementary. Uh, they get on a bus and they head on over to Physicians Resources in Merrimack, uh, every couple weeks and they meet with their mentor right there at the um, At the facility, um, it's a it's a great company. They've really opened their arms and, and welcomed youth. And workplace mentoring is is a really exciting way for kids to kind of get out and see um, work different workplaces. I mean, we work with around the state. We work with a hospital. We work with a flooring company. Um, Physicians Resources, you know, is is in the healthcare industry. So a lot of different industries. And those kids get to get every other week. They get to get out and see those um, those workplaces and those offices. And so we're very excited about those things and that's what we'll be talking about um on march 20th at the big dreams dinner if folks are interested in attending uh as i said that's free tickets to come out it's a dinner we honor our bigs of the year um we'll be announcing our bigs of the year soon and we also honor businesses of the year um and and it's just an opportunity to learn more about what we do come out for dinner and really have a, a great experience um it's such a heartwarming night to hear about the different things that are going on
0: that's pretty fantastic and um I love the workplace mentoring program. We've seen that a little bit. Um, we have also in a collaboration with 21st Century with some of the local banks. And um, they come into the elementary schools and teach um, financial literacy typically to third and fourth graders and part of that program includes also a field trip using air quotes if you will a field trip to one of the local bank branches um and depending upon what bank it is and what their you know what their protocols are they've been able to see the vault I've heard about it you know yeah. that kind, of, that kind that's of thing so cool. <laughs> and um, You know, just learn about what it's like to be in a bank. And, and these are, this is mostly for kids who come from really disadvantaged backgrounds. And in some cases, I have to say also, um, you know, some of the, a lot of them, uh, you know, we're a refugee resettlement community Mm -hmm. and we also have a very diverse community in Nashua. Some people come from backgrounds where banks are not institutions we trust. And just like with the badges of connecting people to, you know, in our community, um, you know, the police are an organization which has a lot of a lot of credibility and a lot of and a lot of goodwill. So, but sometimes kids don't know that. So, connecting them to people who are sort of in those positions is really fantastic.
5: Yeah, and I mean, no matter what your background, just to to get a new experience like that and and really kind of start to think about, even at a young age, the different opportunities that are out there. And if you want to go into banking, you know what kind of things do you need to study and know? Um, So it it really is our way of kind of helping with the workforce development of the state to get kids thinking about it, get them out into the workplaces and seeing what's happening.
0: Now, this is going to sound really weird to all of our listeners, but this isn't even a question for Casey and it's not even a comment on our show. It's um, George, I know you're listening to our show, so if you wouldn't mind, I understand you're playing with the computer to do stuff, but if you wouldn't mind setting it back to what I need because I'm going to be cutting to break in about two minutes, I would really appreciate that because I'm watching the computer do its own thing and it's kind of freaking me out. So back to you, Casey. Sorry about that weird little commentary. Um, website? Is
5: yes. yeah, if, if folks are interested, uh, go to BBBSNH, that's big brothers, big sisters, New Hampshire, org. So BBBSNH.org uh, on our homepage. Actually, if you scroll down on our homepage, uh, there's a very large spot where you can see to sign up for our newsletter. That's going to be the best way to hear about the things that we're doing. Uh, we're really making an effort this year to really provide a rich newsletter that's going to tell people about things going on and also inform them a little bit about some of the root causes of, you know, some of the issues, the trauma that the kids are facing, um, and they can also find out about the Big Dreams Dinner uh, on March 20th there on the website.
0: Now, if somebody wanted to volunteer, I know that you're a very big volunteer organization. Yes. A lot of people get involved in lots of different ways. Um, what are some of the big opportunities for folks to get involved as volunteers with your with Big Brothers, Big Sisters?
5: Yeah. So the biggest one is uh, to become a Big Brother or a Big Sister, which is uh, what we call our volunteer mentors. So uh, it is, uh, you know, the, I would say one of the more enriching experiences uh, and really a, a way to Get involved in the community and, and have a great time while you're you're volunteering. So um, for for our volunteer mentors, if you go to our website and click on the volunteer tab, you can read more about uh, the process to, to become a volunteer. Um, we ask our, our volunteers to commit. Really, it's it's only about four hours a month, so get together a couple times a month um, with with your mentee and, and just spend time doing things that you like to do out in the community. Uh, if you are feeling like you want to get involved, but maybe not jump right out into the community and and go out on activities. Um, You can also become a volunteer mentor in one of our site-based programs, things like the 21st Century After School Program, um, the Boys and Girls Club, Girls Inc. We work with all of those. Uh, And you can find out more about becoming a volunteer right there on our website, BBBSNH.org.
0: How much time is typically involved if somebody wanted to become a big brother or a big sister?
5: Yeah, so it's it's on average about four hours a month. Um, So get together a couple times a month with your little. uh, And we ask for for a one year commitment so a lot of the kids uh you know generally the kids that we work with um one of the key things uh, is sort of the strength of the relationship and also the length of the relationship so we know that the longer a match lasts uh the more you know outcomes positive outcomes a, a child can um, can receive from being uh, involved in a mentoring relationship. So about four hours a month, um, a one-year commitment, but many of our matches last for much longer than that. Uh, If you check out our Facebook page, you can see uh, just so many great stories. We we recently last week uh, featured two matches um, in which the the ch- the children were siblings actually, and they were matched 17 and 19 years ago, and they're still friends uh, with their bigs. They still see them. One of the bigs was involved in the little's wedding uh, when she got married this year. So um, really, just a it's you know it becomes a lifelong friendship for for people um, and a, a wonderful experience for the big and the little.
0: Very good, and um of course, you're also always looking for donors because donors, um you know uh, money is <laughs> important in organizations like yours um also people can, I assume, donate on website?
5: Yes, yeah. If you click on the Give section of the website, you can donate. Uh, it costs us about $1,500 a year to make and support each match, and we charge no fees uh, to anyone in the program. So it's it's free for children. Volunteers don't pay anything to sign up. So um, we really rely... Every year we start with zero, and we raise all of the money locally. Uh, and so we really rely on donors, and, and we appreciate the, the support and the generosity of those who support us.
0: Very good. Well, you know what? We're... We're out of time. It's hard. So much great stuff going on. and It's so hard to to, to to compress all of that into 16, 17 minutes, especially when it's an organization that's doing such incredible work like Big Brothers and Big Sisters in New Hampshire.
5: Well, thank you. Thank you for giving us uh, the time yeah. to talk about it, and we hope that folks will be interested in learning more on our website.
0: And, and March 17th, you said? Uh, March March twentieth, twentieth. So, and that's like just right around St. Patrick's Day too.
5: It is, yeah. And it's it's actually, I mean, it's only January, but it'll be right around the corner. Uh, (laughs) So,
0: yes, time is flying. Absolutely,
5: we would love to have you join us.
0: Sounds great. Well, thank you for coming on today, and we're going to cut to our next break. Thank you. So you've been listening to Casey Caster, who's with the Big Brothers and Big Sisters of New Hampshire organization, talking about some of the great work that they're doing in our community and about their upcoming event and about some of their new programs. Um, really great stuff. So definitely look them up online and see how you can get involved in supporting them. We're going to take our second break, and after the break, we'll be back with our final guest of the day, Amy Jo Muscott. Amy Jo is with Bridges Sexual and Domestic Violence, one of those organizations in our community that uh, is working with um, women, men, and families um, who've experienced sexual and domestic violence, um, f- helping support in a variety of different ways. So we'll talk with Amy Jo in just a couple minutes. Your show is brought to you every week by Edgestone Properties. You're listening to the Iowa Community Connection Show, and I'm your host, Mike Affelberg.
1: winter will bring. Don't wait until you have no heat. Call Joyce Cooling and Heating at 882-4244 or on the web at JoyceCool.com. And remember, utility rebates start back up in January.
3: I'm Suzanne Kaperniak. Listen to me every Monday morning at 10 a.m. for the Village Network Hour on WSMN 1590.
1: Edstone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years' experience, Edstone offers highly valued residential homes, including first time buyer, luxury move up, and senior community opportunities. Edstone also offers well located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at EdstoneProperties.com or call us at 603 889 5208 to learn and more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930,
0: United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial. Financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at
1: unitedwaynashua.org. The Village Network was created for only one reason, to keep those 62 and older in their home as long as possible, ideally for the rest of their life. The Village Network is the answer for children who do not live nearby and worry about their parents being able to remain independently and safely at home. The Village Network has a network of trusted providers and volunteers who provide transportation, home repair, home delivered meals, grocery shopping, and others who are there to help when you need them. We can even find someone to walk your dog. The Village Network does not charge thousands of dollars of upfront costs for services you may never need. With the Village Network, you only pay for services when you need them. Become a member of the Village Network today by calling 603 891 zero 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 eight. That's six zero three eight nine one zero 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 eight. 8 The Village Network. Become a member today.
0: Well, good and happy Monday morning. You are listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Appleberg. We are here each and every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. talking with the nonprofits in our community about what they're doing to make Greater Nashua a place that is stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier, just a better place to live and work. Um, each week we interview two different nonprofits talking about what they do. We just had on our show Casey Castor from the uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters of New Hampshire organization. Actually, we had a special guest on today from the Special Olympics of New Hampshire as well, talking about their upcoming Penguin Plunge, um, a really great event coming up on February 1st. And now we're joined in the studio by our final guest of the day, and she is, shall I say, a regular on our show. I don't know what it takes to be a regular on our show, <laughs> but Amy joe has been here, I don't know, how many times? I think three. Three think times? Three, three times. times? That's enough to make you a regular? Yeah, it is. So it sounds impressive in any case. So Amy Joe is the um, Director of Education, I education believe? Education Coordinator. Education Coordinator with Bridges Sexual and Domestic Violence, one of those um, unique organizations in our community, the only organization in Greater Nashua which works with... Um, women, men, and families who've experienced sexual uh, situations of sexual and domestic violence, uh, providing supportive services. So Amy Jo, welcome to our show.
4: Thank you. And I'm going to correct you. Okay. <laughs> <And> well, actually- <laughs> I'm, I'm open to that. Okay. That's no problem. It actually bridges domestic and sexual violence support.
0: Oh, and I said it opposite, yeah. sexual and domestic violence. Yeah. yeah. And there's probably a reason why that's important. Because well, that's it, yeah. fine.
4: I mean, yeah. either way is fine. But it just yeah. that, that I just I just keep hearing it, and then and then it rings differently in my head. So. Oh, gotcha.
0: absolutely. Okay. Well, that's you know, it's funny you say that. I have we have a United Way supporter who is a long term United Way person. Much actually has, has been a supporter for years and years. Was our was our director of our or president of our board of directors like fifteen years ago? And the first time I went and met with him. He says, Ken says, um, you know, Mike, you keep saying it's, you keep talking about the United Way, and um, it's actually not the United Way, it's just United Way, Way. and I'm like, really? Oh, well, I guess, <laughs> okay. You just created something. I, I won't say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know what you mean. There is more to a name than anything, than, than is, um, yeah. Anyway, um, tell us a little bit about Bridges.
4: Okay, so In New Hampshire, there is something called the New Hampshire Coalition Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Um, These coalitions actually, um, usually states have them, um, but we have one um, in Concord. And underneath that umbrella organization, there are 13 crisis centers that cover different areas of the state. Um, Bridges is the crisis center that supports victims and survivors of domestic violence um, and sexual violence in the greater Nashua and Milford areas. So we have 14 different communities that we serve. We have two offices. One that is in Nashua. It's actually right around the corner from here.
0: So let me stop you there. When okay. you talk about the community that we serve, you mentioned Milford. You mentioned Nashua. What is your actual? I mean, in 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 um, nonprofit lingo terms, we use this 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 phrase catchment area. Okay. To describe the, your Correct. service area, Correct. what is your catchment area? Our c-
4: catchment area has um, fourteen different communities. And they start in Pelham and Salem on the east yep. and Wilton and Lineborough to the west. So there yep. are 14 different communities. Um, and I'm going to forget one. If No, if that's I'm okay. Don't list them, them out. It
0: sounds like it's very similar to the greater. It's, it's similar to our footprint very, very and the uh, and the public health department. So it's really the Sohegan Valley and greater Nashua.
4: Correct. Okay. Correct. Very good. Okay. Um, so what so we have two offices, one that's in Nashua, right around the corner, actually, from this studio um that's at thirty three east Pearl Street
0: but not for long
4: uh, but not for long because okay. we are moving um, to our new location on Concord Street somewhere in the next several months. We don't know exactly when our moving date is going to be, and we also have a satellite office in Milford that is right off the Oval, um, which is much more convenient for people in the sah. South- Valley, um, people can come into um, Bridges without an appointment for free and confidential advocacy. They come to us sometimes because they are struggling with in a relationship where they're concerned about somebody. They're strugg- they come to us because they're interested in legal resources. Obviously, we're not lawyers, but we do help people with restraining orders and stalking orders. Um, we work with the police we work with um, the hospitals. When somebody goes into the hospital and they've been a victim of domestic violence or sexual assault, um, the emergency room staff will call Bridges to come and support that victim emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that's really important to know is that everything that we do is free and confidential, but we do have a 24-hour support line. And our 24-hour support line is awesome. You don't need to be in crisis. You can call even at four in the morning, and somebody will get back to you within ten minutes, which is which is pretty that, great.
0: That's pretty amazing.
4: Yeah. So we is do that have statewide
0: that. or is that, um, that uh, just is your state, organization? That
4: is statewide, but yep. uh, the calls are set. By catchment areas.
0: Got it. Okay. Okay. So if someone's calling from Litchfield, they're going to be routed to bridges.
4: Correct. Okay. Um, And then we also have an emergency shelter, and we're really excited about that because it was a communal living shelter, um, and I don't know about you, but I know that for me that I find it hard to live with the people that I love and I picked to, to live with, And imagine being in a communal setting with people that you don't choose but that come with their own histories and challenges – our communal living situation was was just very challenging for our clients and survivors
0: well I'm the wrong person to ask anyway because I have i think i, I an undiagnosed antisocial personality disorder and would probably best live alone no matter what
4: okay like like just on my
0: own separate place maybe an island with, okay. a, with a, an outhouse that okay. would be perfect that would be perfect for you <laughs>
4: yeah um but now we actually have four different apartments so that people really can come they can stay in our emergency shelter which is in a confidential location and they can really focus on their healing and next steps in their lives which is just really great
0: that is terrific
4: we also have a transitional housing program for people that are in a different place in their journey we also have a cultural advocate which reaches out to different cultures because you were talking earlier about the fact that Nashua the greater Nashua area is quite diverse and so whether it's language or cultural um, differences we want to be sure that we're accessible to people that need our help and we are also now we always have but we're serving um, men women children anyone who needs us Um, and that's really something that's that's awesome as well the last thing that I just want to make sure you know is about support groups. I was
0: actually going to ask about support groups because I know you run some support groups that are really unique and people might not think about them or even know that they exist.
4: Yeah, so our support groups are really awesome. We have um, one, um, we have groups for people who have experienced domestic violence. We have groups for people who have experienced sexual assault. They are very psychoeducational. They are skill-based. We really help people think about where they are in their journey now and how they can move forward and be healthier and feel better rather than focusing on the trauma that they've experienced. And so um, we do have, they're, they're usually 10 to 12 weeks long, um, and we do groups both in Milford and in Nashua. Um, in addition, we do groups, actually more targeted groups. Um, there is a group that will be starting the end of, um, of January, we're hoping, um, at the Boys and Girls Club in Nashua that are for kids who have experienced domestic violence. Um, and if anyone's interested um, in um, exploring that for their child, they can call Bridges um, and they also can talk to our child advocate, Gretchen.
0: And how should people find just online? Google Bridges? They can Google
4: us at Mm BridgesNH.org, or they can call our main line, which is 603-889-0858. We also have our Milford office, which is 603-672-9833, and you always can call 24-7, our 24-7 number, which is 603 three zero
0: four four. And if you weren't able to write any of that down because you're driving down the highway and I really don't ever recommend people like, you know, writing <laughs> things down while they're driving down um, the interstate, um, call Mikey United Way and I'll connect you to Amy Joe, and Bridges or call two one one and they can connect you as well.
4: Yep, absolutely. That's easier, I think, than all those numbers. I well, I say. think
0: so, too, but you never know. Sometimes people, there are people who are very good with, with, with telephone numbers. I don't know. Yeah. Not me. Not me either. I can't even remember my own phone number usually, yep. so um, that's why I have me on speed dial. Um, <laughs> Wanted to ask you about volunteer needs because okay. you do work with volunteers. Absolutely. Even, even though some of the work you do is so confidential and highly, high, and requires a high level of skill.
4: Absolutely. Yep. What so are some of the have, volunteer roles you have? We have some great volunteer opportunities, and we love our volunteers. Our volunteers actually have helped us save, at least last year, save almost $100,000 because of the time that it would have cost to staff those positions.
0: That's incredible. Yeah,
4: it really is incredible. Um, so, we have um, volunteers who actually help us on the support line. Um, and those opportunities, in order to do that, you do need to go through a, a 30 plus hour training. Um, and we do the training three times a year, it's over three weekends each time. That's what I was doing on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, in order to really work with clients, you really need to do this training. But it's great. You learn about crisis intervention, and you learn about resources, and you learn about um, the, the kinds of clients that come to Bridges. Um, we also have people who um, help us in other ways. I do a lot of outreach and education in the community. So people that do not go through that particular training can always come with me and help me um, oh, that's and then great. we have events as well we always have events where we do need help um, our next event that's coming up is love is in the air um, that's, that's going your to be gala, right that's our gala and yeah. that's at the end the end of the month which yeah. is pretty exciting that's great the same is the same as your event it's on it's on the 25th
0: Oh, it's on Saturday. So so this is great. So after you've run the blizzard blast, you can go to Bridges Gala and then the following weekend you can go jump in the ocean for Special Olympics. The
4: perfect Perfect. It's the trifecta. Yes, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> and actually, I'll be volunteering for the the Blizzard Blast on Saturday. Thank you morning. very much. That's yeah.
0: great. I love that.
4: Okay, but um, but anyway, and just so you know, the love in in the air event is sold out. So if you had your heart go uh, heart set on going, it's really hard to get tickets now. But we also have an event. Um, our bridges to hope. We have our tours, and then we have our bridges to hope event that we have every May. Um, the next tour that we have is in our nashua office it is comp- a complimentary lunch it is free it's only an hour from twelve thirty to one thirty, and that's on tuesday february 11th okay. um and then on thursday um the 26th of march oh you know what we're out
0: we're out of time oh my god that's okay we'll do this again okay amy joe I'm sure you can go to the website and find all information. All of that events. information. So you've been listening to Amy Joe Muscott, who's the outreach, the educational outreach person at Bridges Domestic and Sexual Violence. Um, more information on their website. Fabulous organization. Um, thank you for joining us on the show, Amy Joe.
4: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you.
0: So you've about wrapped up an hour of our show. Um, We are not here next week. It's Martin Luther King Day next week. We will be back in two weeks. And on January 22nd, we will have Empower Success Corps and AmeriHealth Caritas, one of the state's new Medicaid providers. Um, Until then, I would say please be kind to one another because great things really do happen when we live united.